<sighs> well, hello. Hey, Josh. Oh, it's Justin Fry. I'm back. And I'm ready for recording. I feel, <laughs> I feel like it's been forever. It has. It has. It's been forever. Yeah. Not really. That's not true. It's only been, We're being dramatic. It's only been really it's only two been weeks. a few weeks. Yeah. I honestly don't think it was very long. It felt like uh, forever listening to Rick record with you and uh, his uh, lovely audio. So I just want to say shout out to Rick for having um, grade A Walmart connection uh, yeah. audio. So thank you guys. Hope you enjoyed that. But really, thanks, Rick, for filling in. That was really helpful. Very, uh, yeah, I was going to say minute. the man showed up. You know, <laughs> he, he was there. He did come in and save us <laughs> last minute. Um, wasn't planning on the uh surprise i mean thus the surprise itself of olivia coming into our life but uh, i think it was worth it i know it is worth it so yeah, yes sure. i'm a dad now <laughs> yeah congrats thank you officially Offici- on the podcast congrats o- officially now we 100%. can we can totally talk about the topic that i've been wanting to talk to you for, for a while eventually maybe a couple <laughs> of like what it's like to be a dad and play video games so but yeah yeah it's no different yeah (laughs) there's just somebody else in the room there's just another human (laughs) being um but yeah uh funny story like i first of all we didn't plan on it so you know how i am with with planning everything uh so that through a wrench no i've never seen that not one time uh i i had started playing the last of us that night so on friday the fourth I started playing The Last of Us, as we all have talked about, or you, you and Rick at least have talked about starting yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I started it that day, and I played it till about like 11.45 and said, you know, I should probably go to bed. Um, I had told Aaron earlier that day, like, hey, I should go to bed early. This sounds like a, a weird feeling, like I should start doing this more often, just because we never know, you know, when she could come. Uh, and sure enough, I went to sleep at 11.45 after playing a very intense game. <laughs> which had a lot of feels in the first, you know, hour, hour and a half. And I was woken up uh, like an hour and 45 minutes later to find out Aaron uh, was going into labor. So that's that. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they slap you around pretty good in the first 20, 20 to 30 minutes in that game. So Yeah, that's pretty I was funny. slapped around quite a lot for the, for 48 hours. So Emotionally <laughs> slapped around. Emotionally, physically, possibly. Um Definitely sleep deprived, but didn't really feel that until, you know, I sat down and everybody had left the room uh, after a visitation. So, but yeah, here I am back, back at it, back into the grind, the weekly grind. It's not really, well, welcome back. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm ready to yeah. uh, talk about video games because that's what we talk about here. We don't talk about anything else. Not a thing. And we've never said anything different. Nope. So <laughs> that's that. So what do we, what do we even talk about? I mean, we have so much i don't know you know you're the planner so i have no idea no no no, that's i just show up that's totally fine i wanted to tell you and talk to you about all the games (laughs) i've been playing yes we have a lot to catch up on actually um at least i feel like i feel like i haven't been able to share all of the different things and feelings i've been having with different games and all the games i've been playing on and off right exactly it sounds cooler than it is i think but i mean there's a couple couple big ones i think a couple two tree big ones a couple two tree yeah it makes sense so um i want to start off really quickly um I, I, you know not listening to any of the news and everything that has happened in the, mm-hmm. the gaming industry i've been really playing or did i say i finished the link to the past in the last episode i, th- I don't th- 
think so. Uh, maybe you did. I don't remember. Well, I think I, I think we talked about it. And, um, yeah. I officially finished it. So uh, I have finished one retro. I wouldn't call it retro. I would call it a classic. I finished one classic game. And while uh, on my vacation slash, you know, dadcation, I don't know if that's, that's the new term for it. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> I, um, I actually picked up Final Fantasy VII again. And... <laughs> That was funny because I was playing a lot of Switch in general because I'd have Olivia in my hands, you know, after feeding or um, just like kind of holding her in general. And I felt like I needed to do something besides just sit there and hold her. Um, Like my hands were, you know, like I needed to do something. So I ended up picking the Switch up and I played a lot. I played a lot of Final Fantasy VII, which I'm now at the end of disc one. (laughs) And if that gives any context to those who played it. Uh, and then I played a lot of Dead Cells, and what else? Really, it was just Dead... Oh, and Link, uh, and uh, Breath of the Wild. I was going on this stint of just finally picking up all the stuff. Did you play any Chrono Trigger? Uh, yes, I did. I played Chrono Trigger. Oh, okay. Nice, see? So, there you go. On the, but on my phone, though, to be exact, not a, uh, on my Switch. So I was doing a lot of mobile gaming, which is right up your alley, so... That's what they say. I, that's that's the Josh brand these days, it seems. <laughs> Even though that's the least amount of gaming that I do now. He said realizing that he's been playing Doom on his iPad quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, uh, that's what I do at the office on my lunch break now. I mean, I totally it's get been it. been three or four times that I've... I bought Doom on iOS and actually with a controller. It's awesome. It's, I mean, that game is one of the best games ever made just by itself. The original Doom? And then... Yeah, and then having the controller, physical buttons to play with, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's just everything I wanted. Yeah, because you guys have kind of danced around the whole Apple Arcade thing a couple th- a couple times, and um, I, I don't know if you've actually f- talked about your time with Apple Arcade, and I'll get to it in a second, but I was surprised I didn't pick that up or at least do the trial during uh, the time I was off. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I that was supposed to be a perfect time to do that, but I was determined after listening to you guys about your list of unfinished games that i needed to finish said you know gears five. Oh, i can't wait to play more of that uh final fantasy link pass like there's so many games that i've started and because there's so many games coming out in a three months you know stint i i just needed to go back and stop and because there's going to be more games coming and i I am a completionist i need to finish what i started so i feel it uh having that many on the list even just seeing that they're on the list and having that many, it feels like uh, overwhelming at times. Did you share your list? I, I bes- didn't. Besides we could. Us. Yeah, we should definitely yeah. share your list just to show like what happens when <laughs> you love games so much and so many good games come out and pique your attention. And then little do you know, you have this, I don't know, how, many, how long is your list? Like 15? I, I should look. Um, but I will say that... Uh, in one way, it's overwhelming. In another way, it feels like I've given order to the chaos. Yeah. And so, Which is awesome. It, yeah, that's nice. And also, even this morning, I was, I was perusing it and saying, oh, I can strike that off. Yeah. I think now I can start looking through and saying, okay, I'm going to prioritize the ones I actually want to finish for sure and maybe strike off the others and come back to them someday, like a maybe someday thing. Yeah. So that's nice about it. Yeah, that is nice. I, I think I did the same thing because I remember you and I were talking about Halo Wars two a long time ago i haven't yeah. i haven't finished that i played I'd, i don't know four hours of that campaign that's a game that i i think 
what you just said, I might just kind of mark off. And that's a lot for me because I think I've finished every single Halo game. Uh, so that, uh, that'll be on the list that I have. But yeah, I, it's so dumb because I, it's something we love to do. You'd think it'd be like, yay. Oh, yeah, play games. games yes. <laughs> We're making it sound so negative. Yeah, we have this long list of things to do. And, oh, God, it's just, it's a hassle to go through. But it's really just, yeah. it's a, def, uh, a clear indication of what happens when you have so many games that come out uh, or are these games that pique your interest in. You have to decide, and due to time constraints in general and life being life, you have to pick your, your battles and good battles whether they're in-game or outside, but uh, I'd rather have a list of long games than being stuck with the same four games and just playing them for my the rest of my life. That sounds boring. Yeah, well, and like everything else in life, I my main anxiety with it was forgetting that I was playing something or forgetting oh, yeah. that I had started something. And so just having it on the list is enough for me to say, oh, I feel better because then I know I won't forget it. If I put it down, if I decide mm-hmm. right now, I just will move to something else or finish something else. I know it will be on the list if I want to keep it on the list right. and then I don't have to worry about where it is or if I'll remember. So it's dumb, but it also is really important these days. Yeah, it is <laughs> to keep your uh, thoughts in, in order, at least your priorities. I uh, I did not create a list after you talked to listen to you guys because I think my list is much shorter, but did still, we stress you out? It stressed it? me out, so I just decided that I needed to. I know. To, I knew it. I knew when we started talking about it. I'm like, Justin's gonna be like shaking his head and just like, what's wrong with you guys? Yeah, because I'm a person who likes lists, and that's the opposite. It's like the opposite oh, yeah. for me for games. I don't want to make it so that I feel stressed. That's how books became at the point where I had all these books I wanted to read, and I was so stressed about reading them. I was putting timetables of I need to read this in a week and a half. And then life happens, and I'm like, I didn't spend 20, you know, 20 minutes during lunch reading, or I didn't spend two hours reading this or playing this. So it got to the point where you just kind of let it go. And I, I think for me it was picking a console. You pick a game for each platform, and then I try and do it that way. So it's less stressful. So I have a game for Xbox that I want to finish, a game for Switch, and then like a PC game. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's my way of doing it. that's mostly how mine operates. I treat I each each platform I treat as like a context because each platform has its own well, context where I can I can actually play it or or have the time or the location I I guess I I keep using the word context but that's the right way to put it like if I'm going to be able to sit at my desk then I'll play on the PC if I'm going to be able to sit on the couch yeah. then I'll play on the couch if I'm going to be here I'll play there if I'm going to play this I'll play that it's yeah. just using it in that way i know when i will be able to play or use that particular platform Mm -hmm. and then like you said each platform has a game that i am focusing on on that particular platform yeah which brings me to a a comment that i had made earlier was the apple arcade and you've been doing this for well over a month now right yes yeah yeah i've been doing it is a kind of a strong way of putting it i have it and I've been, I've now paid for it. Yeah, obviously. I was going to say the tr- the yeah. trial is definitely over for you, for sure. And um, I, I, my own playing has definitely tapered off. Like I, like I said, I've been playing Doom on my lunch breaks, right. and that's not an Apple Arcade game. So it's no, just an app. And I, I, I got bored with Oceanhorn Two, which is terrible. Wow, I really liked the first one. Yeah, you were so, all up in ar- not up in arms, but you were really excited about the game. It yeah, looks it was amazing. Super. I kept talking about it, and then I started playing it. It was beautiful in a lot of ways. 
it just hasn't been grabbing my interest and there's a couple bugs here and there and some of the polish I feel like is missing. I don't it's weird because it's it's good in a lot of ways, but it's not it's not console or PC game good. It's or is it not like grabbing your attention being it's unique? It's not it's not being unique enough to grab your attention. Because it's basically yeah, like a I, Zelda it's a, like a remake of uh a Zelda game. Yeah, it's it's really heavily inspired by slash ripping off the yeah. Zelda game. Yeah. But it is different, and it is a different set of characters and story. And, and, and it's not a huge story in that game, but it just wasn't, like, the puzzles aren't that interesting. It was most, mostly about visuals, clearly. Mm, yeah. So, and I've put a good two and a half, maybe three hours into the game. It's just not, I mean, it's it's cool in some ways, but it's not grabbing my attention where i feel like i have to keep playing it you know like the last of us i started playing it again and just felt this incredible drive yeah, you to blew play through that it. game <laughs> yeah i love that game and it just grabs me every time i play it i don't have that feeling with any of the apple arcade yeah. games so yeah i uh i find that kind of interesting but also looking at it and i don't know how long a lot of the apple arcade games are when it comes to call it a campaign or just play through short so yeah they're short, they're short. so uh, four hours to me that sounds like a long time i mean for a, an a game that is originally put on the ipad that's not like a port like you know kotor or any of the other ports doom things like that that are from another console that they just ported over that's different we're talking straight uh or, original on an ios or android device these are games that are meant for mobile mobile games are not typically that long so Four hours, that's a long time. I, I mean, what's the uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts? Is that what the name of it is? Yeah, yeah. And that's good. And that's really fun to and play. And that's a quick playthrough. Like, but it is short, yeah. it's. I would say it's an hour and a half at most. Yeah, and uh, and there's other games, I'm sure, that are that are coming that are much longer, but there's also a lot of uh, uh, quick arcade arcade games that are just you pick up, play for 15 minutes, and you put down. There's no story to it. There, It's just a... Um, I don't call them mindless or anything like that, but they're like Tetris, Tetris games that grab your attention for a short period of time just to kill time. Or if you become addicted and play hours, that's fine, but they're, they're not really that long. So, um, what controller are you using when you're playing this? The best one, um, PlayStation four. <laughs> of course that I think to me, <laughs> that was the best, the best thing out of that was the ability to, I know it's not ground breaking in that, by any means, but Using uh, a console a controller, your preference, obviously, and uh, playing a game either <laughs> on the Apple I TV. I like what you did there, yeah. like you skirted around that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I spent my time in DC. I know how to dodge a bolt, or I know oh, how to deflect sure. yeah. and change Oh, something. yeah. I, that was masterfully done. Yeah. Anyways, um, they, uh, <laughs> they, they did, it a really, uh, did a really good job doing that, and it makes the gameplay a little bit more, a little bit more intriguing because you could do it with Apple TV as well. Which I think is awesome because that adds more. It, that is to it. incredible, actually. I can vouch for how good that is. Yeah, it's can. actually awesome. So uh, that's cool. Um, although, then I, I wonder how well some of those games play with a controller that aren't meant for that. Uh, so that's you know here, neither here or nor there, but uh, still a cool concept and really plays with the long topic that we've been talking about forever and ever. When I say that meaning like the last six or so months in this year, just like the streaming services and the games that are becoming oh, more yeah. of a subscription service. So I, I think that's really cool. I probably will never pick this up. I just was curious to see how after a month plus 
you were enjoying it. So it sounds like something you're going to continue paying for. Yeah, probably. And well, okay. So let's step back to that for a second um, or step away from that for a second. Um, from a service aspect though, it's, it's top notch. It's really good. Yeah. Like the saves all sync That's back awesome. and forth from all your devices. It's Xbox level, which is like the, the de facto or the, the one to beat. Yeah. The template. So all almost. of your devices have the same save. They just sync. It's nice. Um, it's just the content and I agree with the controller aspect. It really adds something, but what I'm finding is that because that's not an Apple arcade feature, that's an iOS feature that I'm going back to older games or other games that I've purchased outside of Apple arcade before and playing with the controller. Cause most of them now, if not all of them support it Yeah, yeah. because it's system level. So I mean, being able to use my controller on my iPad and play Chrono Trigger is awesome yeah or firing up final fantasy you heard me rick firing up final <laughs> fantasy 7 with a controller is so good yeah doom um so i'm finding that i'm just going back through my previously purchased library of games for now i paid for another month i was hoping to see i think i mentioned this last time hoping to see how long the kids keep playing the game or games and yeah that's the other thing you have other people who are involved into it and utilizing it yeah, exactly. And um, I have noticed that they also have tapered off playing it. And I don't know how much of that is that they don't want to play the games and how much of it is that they aren't capable yet of syncing my PlayStation 4 controller to the Apple TV yeah, yeah. user to play. Yeah. So I keep, you know, I was playing the, a bunch of The Last of Us, so I wasn't keeping it tied to the Apple TV. I was just... Um, using it on my PlayStation 4 and then leaving for work, of course. And I, they don't know how to sync it, so and they haven't asked. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe this next month I'll cancel and we'll see what happens. I mean, the thing about it is that you can cancel it at any time. You get to use it to the the period in which you paid for it. So um, it's not like it's $100 or $50, $15. So. It's just so hard because I really want to love the service. Oh, like yeah. The service itself is awesome, but I really want to have that console experience. I really want it. It's just, it's not there and I can't make it happen just by wanting it. Yeah. So I, I would hope that soon there will be a reason to keep it. It's not the X, it's not like the Xbox game pass where you have hundreds not hundred. Oh, uh, it, it's it's a lot, and even PlayStation Now. I think they said two hundred, right? Yeah, PlayStation Now and uh, Xbox Game Pass. They have so many games on there. I mean, you want yeah. it to be like that level, and they're great. I mean, Outer Worlds came out on Game Pass today. Oh, so excited! Which is insane. I, I it flew under the radar, and now you have a again, just like Gears, a game a launch title, not launch title, but a game that launches and goes immediately to Game Pass. I mean, how? awesome is that you're paying 15 it's incredible 15 bucks for ultimate pass so not only am i getting it for the xbox i'm getting it for a pc i mean that's insane and insane because then i don't feel guilty for dropping 60 bucks on a game i just play it and i have all these other games i can play so maybe soon it will get there yeah it's it's i will say um and i said this to rick too game pass is the one to beat it's yeah. they've nailed it it's really good and it's a mixture of how you can play the games and a good mixture of games. Yeah. But um, for me, it's a steal. I mean, I'm paying for the PC one. It's in beta, so it's still five bucks a month. That's cheap. Which is insane. So cheap. cheap. There's so many so, games on so there. Cheap. 
And like five bucks a month and I'm getting to play launch titles. Yeah. Like I just, last In night beta. I installed the Outer Worlds ready for the six o'clock launch today. Yeah. After we're done recording, I'm going to turn it on. Yeah. I didn't say fire it up, I swear. <laughs> and um, <laughs> try it out. Yeah. That's incredible. Like I'm not a launch title guy. You know, I don't buy launch games it's expensive, at launch. Yeah. Launch games at launch? I don't buy games at launch usually. Yeah. You're not standing <laughs> That's in That's what line. I mean to say. Yeah. But at lunch? The idea, well, yeah, but the idea that I'm paying $5 for a service and then these games just get added and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is all the buzz. I can f- turn it on myself and play and just, it's, it's a great feeling. It's a really good feeling. Yeah, it is a good feeling. Well, that's cool. I'm glad, I'm glad I got some information out of you about the Evoc. Okay, that's like a topic I've been <laughs> yeah. waiting to ask you. And I, of course, I could ask you outside this, this realm that we're in right now, but then for me, I feel like sometimes I... I want to hear it over the the cast. So, yeah, maybe I'll start uh, really delving into the depths of the library for the Apple Arcade and bringing those here to talk about things that I find. Like if there's good things, yeah, or good games, things that really stand out. Gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Anything else? Cool, cool. Anything else that you're uh, playing that is oh, too much? I'm trying to think. <laughs> Thank too. Much. I mean, you said you played The Last of Us. Could we? Do you want to t- quickly talk about that? Because I know we want to have like these. Uh, we want to uh, all three of us at one point once I finish because I'm the one that's trailing behind on finishing the game. Um, I know we wanted to talk about it in full, but I, I wanted to talk about it, my original and not my original, sorry, my initial thoughts of the game from someone who has never played any PlayStation game after PlayStation Two. Oh my, I didn't know that. Yeah, I haven't played. A, that's a little shocking. A single, I haven't. The last game I played on a PlayStation system. Uh, I'm not including NHL because that doesn't count. Um, was I don't know, top, probably Time Splitters too. I'm trying to think. I'm. T- oh my God, no! Or Grand the late the last Gran Turismo on PlayStation Two. So I didn't. Wow. I, it's been a long time. Kingdom Hearts probably Kingdom Hearts two. Who knows? But I haven't had owned a PlayStation console since then, and so I missed out on all the glorious games that came out that flew under my radar, and one of them being yeah. The Last of Us and. Someone who's a f- huge fan of uh, The Walking Dead, or was a huge fan, to be clear. Uh, and I think we've all fallen off at one point or another. <laughs> it, oh, some of us earlier, some of us later. Yeah. Some of us trying to, to tell ourselves that it's okay to keep watching. Um, yeah. I, I did not see The Last of Us. I heard of it. Um, it, to me, there are so many games, zombie apocalypse-esque games coming out in a short period of time. Within like 15 years, we've had so many games and movies. And it just, to me, it was beat dead. Like I was tired of, no pun intended. Uh, yeah, was I was just gonna say. constantly, there was something else coming out. We had Dead Rising, you have uh, Resident Evil, you have, which changed too, which is nice. You have all the movies, like zombie land some of them that were serious some of them that were like 28 days later i'm like some of the best ones i've ever watched and this one flew this this particular game flew under the radar um until you guys for you for for me for me (laughs) to be specific the one in a bajillion people out there um but yeah so the last of us where do you want me yeah i do i think i mean i i want to do either an episode or part of an episode with Rick so we can all kind of decompress and talk about our thoughts after we've all completed it together and kind of do a spoilerific situation. But I'm totally fine. I I could talk about The Last of Us all day, every day for a long time. Right. I Um, I don't want to... I'll I'll do a short clip. How about... I'll give myself... I'll tie myself. 
What is it? <laughs> no, that's, I mean, it's fine. We're, listen, we're, we're free to do what we want on our podcast. I know. You know, we can just kind of meander through our thoughts and feelings and see where we end up. Very nicely played. Um, so first, my first thought impression, uh, the first hour of that game, lots of feels, lots of. Yeah, they hit you hard. Understanding, and this is going to be the spoiler-free version because when we sit all down in a round table and we talk about this game, there's going to be spoilers like flying out left and right. Yeah, no, we're going to, yeah, definitely say, you know, if you don't want to hear spoilers, yeah, exactly. get the heck out of here. Sorry. Fast forward or cover your ears, which makes no sense. Um, I think by far, or right now, this is probably one of my favorite games if not top yeah. five. And that was just in an hour. And that was after me getting frustrated playing the game because not, not because it was bad or not, that, not because I was upset with what was going on. I was more upset with one, it, not upset, but more challenged and frustrated that I was sucking and <laughs> kept dying. And I was saying, why is this game so hard? And why do I keep liking it? Because I look, what keeps bringing me back. So I like it. It's awesome. I'm addicted to it because I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. And secondly, this is what, and I had mentioned The Walking Dead, this is what I feel like The Walking Dead should be because it plays a really good job between, we'll call them the infected to be safe, and yeah. humanity after the infection has taken place. Like the struggle between that and just people living together and what is a failing government slash group of people in general trying to hold humanity together and it's it's super strong and super hard to watch and you had made a comment earlier and i think in a less a later episode or maybe it was last episode of it's it makes you really think man i thought zombie apocalypse were gonna be really cool this does not make me want <laughs> this is this makes me like the walking dead like just say wow this is gonna, this would be so terrible these are things that i would have never thought about yeah water supplies being contaminated you know like you you lose the joys of coffee <laughs> like one of the things that yeah. i noticed was like the, the luxuries that we have here it's hard i don't know how people would live like that and that's why i like this game because it pulls you in not just because of the video game it being a video game and the gameplay it's like the story is so so strong so well written so yeah that's my snippet of four minutes of talking about it i um my little snippet snippet <laughs> snippet is that i have now played through this game three times Jeez. and i love it every time and every time i enjoy it so thoroughly and it just for lack of a better term and kind of pun intended it infects my brain and nice. i just keep well thinking about it and wanting to just get back to it as soon as i can you know i don't have a lot of that feeling for games these days you know it's few and far between yeah. now and this is definitely one of them and every time coming back to it now three times having that happen over and over again it just speaks to the power of this game and and just the beauty and the detail and the acting and it I don't know if they did it first, Naughty Dog, but their ability to hire the right actors yes. and actresses and then do the, um, I don't even know what it's called, but it's where you are tracking their actual acting movements yes. and using know. that to to map the character movements yeah. to 
during like the cutscenes and even outside of the cutscenes. It's it adds so much humanity to the characters on the screen and just like these characters became real for me in a way that like a movie or a TV show they did. Yeah. So you get invested I, into them. Yeah, and they, when they're affected by things or things happen to them or they um affect things, it's it's moving and just emotional and so good. So good. So I'm just continually struck by the level of detail, the the merriment between the detail and the story and the characters, but then the mechanics yeah. are still good. It, the game itself as a game is a lot of fun to play and good and challenging, even knowing where a lot of things are, remembering, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah there's going to be a guy around this corner. Yeah. Like, it still is hard. It yeah. still is, is a challenge, even on normal, so. Yeah, it's, it, that's the thing, too, is that I like it because it, 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 you don't find a lot of games that marry several different types of gameplay into one and do it well. I mean, you're play, yeah. basically playing a, like a hunter-gatherer type of uh, action-packed uh, role-playing game. Our, I wouldn't call it a role-playing game. It's a yeah. It's it's like a light role-playing game. Yeah, yeah. If anything. I mean, you you have so many good dynamics in there. Or, uh, you you don't people. You admit this coming too. It being you could go stealth. You could go all out. You could do a mixture of both. There are are things and items that are more important to you than you think. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and you might pass them off as just a generic item, but turns out that it's probably the, it's the, it's like the golden gun of 007. <laughs> it's like the most powerful weapon. <laughs> uh, and I, I, you don't see that often. And I am, a, I'm happy for one that they delayed the last of us too. Oh yeah. We were, we should have mentioned. Yeah. That's a good point. Nah, this is my segue. Oh, uh, good job. Good, good work. Uh, I'm glad they did this because that means to me that they're going to be focusing more attention on continuing, uh, such a great, uh, such a great game and the story behind it, buttoning things up because it, to me playing this game from when, which was released in uh, early, to, uh, 2000, what was it? 2012, 2013. I don't have my notes up with me. Yeah, I don't remember. Give me a second. But <laughs> for a game uh, that was released in September 20, 2013, right? I'm Sorry. June June 14th, 20, 2013. Uh, okay. So it was uh, 2013. And uh, for a game like that and how well polished it was, granted, I'm, I don't think my game is patched because I'm using a disc. Granted, I don't know how patched it was since 2013, but it's well polished. I didn't. I didn't see a lot of uh, dialogue or weird bugs or anything like that. Yeah. I'm hoping that that same polish comes into the, and I know based off of Naughty Dog that uh, The Last of Us 2 will, will be good for us and will at least meet our expectations just from the get-go uh, in uh, spring. So uh, I think they said May, right? Yes. Yeah. So it, it was announced today that they are going to postpone the launch till spring. And then there was a blog post by Neil, I forget his last name, yeah. the guy, the main guy for um, Naughty Dog. Explaining and it, yeah. In the blog post, they specifically point out that it's going to be May. Yeah. So, um, Which is a perfect segue into the topic I really want to talk to you about. Uh-oh. Delaying games. <laughs> How well, I'm just, okay. I'm all about segues right now. Yeah. So I, uh, so for someone who's used to delayed games... <laughs> And now appreciating sometimes for the better delayed games. What you had made a comment earlier today in person about 
um, how you're happy that they delayed it. Can you explain why you're saying that? What's your what's your thought behind that? Yeah, I'm not happy that they're delaying it. I'm. You you made a positive comment about it. Let's call it that. Yeah, I um less negative. I'm I'm not disappointed. Like I I I've never understood being disappointed for something you don't have or couldn't. That's terrible. I I'll have to think about what my actual thoughts yeah, are surrounding that. That's totally fine. But for a game, it's like okay, well, all right, well, it's a few extra months. Um, I I of course want the game as soon as I can get my hands on it. Like we just mentioned, all the wonderful things about The Last of Us, and I have no doubt, like you said, that the second ver or second chapter will be just as good, if not better. So I'm very excited about it. But I'm glad that we are getting to this spot where game companies have the ability and feel comfortable, and they they don't seem to be abusing it. So we're like right in the sweet spot. I feel like mm. I feel like. I'm excited that we're in a spot where game companies can say it's not to the standard that we want it to be, and we're going to take some extra time. And I think that's really good. I think that Nintendo has done it a couple times now. Um, obviously, Naughty Dog, um, Blizzard has done it in the past. It's, I think that's an important ability to, to have to step back from a schedule and say, okay, this isn't what we want. This isn't matching the vision of what we had for the game. We need to either make that choice between delaying the game a little bit yeah. or a lot of bit, depending, depending, and or delivering, or, or really not and or, or delivering a substandard game by our standards. Right. So I think having the ability to make that choice and the ability to make the former choice of let's give some more time. I don't know how the general consensus in the gaming industry is for the people who play the games, but I, for myself, I I'm, I'm glad that we have that ability. Now that said, like I just mentioned, if we step into this and it becomes way more common and everybody just starts doing it, it's like, no, that's not okay either. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. not an excuse to get used to saying, hey, we're doing it because we want to make it better. Or it's because there could be so many different reasons why games, uh, you lose funding, you you, uh, you're, you have scope creep, or your game gets yeah. so big that you have to dial it back. I mean, think of all the movies that have delayed because they've literally rewritten the script, uh, Suicide Squad, and made an absolute <laughs> mess of a, a movie that should have been should have been at least like a C like at least an a C. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I uh I was th I was referring to a couple of the delayed games that I've been waiting for or at least in my in my life. Uh one of them <laughs> being Kingdom Hearts 3 <laughs> where is more the negative side for me at least, but apparently the general consensus is the opposite. So that's fine. I mean like big games like that that have delayed I mean that's an excessive delay. That's well over 10 years. Yeah. Um, but there are games uh, that people have longed for, or at least have been mentioned several times, and it just keeps getting pushed and pushed, and then it comes out, and it's, oh, so good, yada, yada. Um, like Fallout 3, um, that was delayed for a long time, or at least yeah, it was unannounced and uh, took long to, to come around as uh, c coming to fruition, at least to the public. So I... Uh, out of the curiosity, I was going through like what people were considering some of the best delayed games, like what games that were worth the wait. Uh, yeah. And one of them uh, was um, 
Breath of the Wild being the first, like number one. Oh, yeah, I guess that did have a delay. I forgot about that. Yeah, original release date was actually supposed to be 2015. But see, it's interesting because there are games... There are games where it strikes you as... There are games where it struck me as, did they do this because they wanted to make the polish or the game just the best that they possibly can? Or... Was there some other more nefarious reason? And I, I actually had a twinge of that with Breath of the Wild because they had announced it and then they were talking about it and it was coming and coming. And then they're like, no, we're going to delay it. And it was clear to me, at least, that it was partly because they wanted to have it released on the Switch, too. Yeah. And it was definitely a Wii U game they were making. And then it got too close to the Switch launch and they're like, you know what? <laughs> Well, let's just put it on the Switch too. Yeah. So they delayed it. And, you know, of course, we don't actually know, or we weren't privy to any of the conversations or meetings. Oh, God, so who no. knows we have for no sure? Yeah. 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 But I don't know. It just struck me that way. And just for my own segue, mm-hmm. The Last of Us, I had a little bit of a twinge of that today too. And so I'm excited that we are. We, we have game companies have the ability to do this. I'm also excited from the aspect that that gives me more time to play other games that I'm very excited about in the March time timeline. Yeah. But I also felt a third way I felt was, okay, it was a month ago that they announced this. How did they not know? <laughs> you know, how did they not know that in those four weeks or however many weeks that they would need more time or wouldn't yeah. need more time. Like, I feel like I had this moment of like, did they just do it so they could get the pre-orders? Yes. You know, did they just do it so that people would buy and pay them some money and then they would push it out and have all that and sit on it and whatever. So I don't know. That's where when money gets involved with players already paying for it, yeah. that's where I start to get questioning and I say, okay, is that really all that's there is is just this about making sure the game is the best and it's hard to say yeah i mean you have delays like uh that come in more not nefarious but you have a studio change like a little a literal studio change like fallout yeah. or fallout sorry fable i mean the next oh fable gosh. complete you know complete change in which the in an aspect the the developer the studio that was putting it together no longer was existing or at least wasn't going to do it uh and they fell apart didn't they yeah they fell apart just like dissolved yeah just kind of fell apart and uh same thing with like uh star citizen do you remember anything about that oh it wasn't that a big cluster yeah star citizen that where i I, when i when i first got i'm sorry to age people or make people feel bad but when i got to college in 2010 that i had my 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 soon to be a roommate i was like purchasing uh space in this game i'm like how <laughs> hold on what <laughs> uh i was purchasing space uh in the game and I, 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 this game had no gameplay it had sh- there's been no gameplay shown just you know renderings and this guy was going around asking for people to donate or not donate but like buy into it so that they had funding and and what uh, we're ten years now plus and still nothing, yeah, uh, still delay, still delay. So, um, it, like those those experiences or those reasonings 
I understand and like I just kind of shy from. But when somebody says we're we're delaying because we want to make it a better game or because we 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 screwed up, guys. Sorry, we told you a month ago that it was it was going to come out, even though we haven't mentioned much, like The Last of Us or even like Death Stranding. Like just oh, surprise, yeah. we've kind of talked about it for the last two three years after he left. But uh, here's something in slowly leaking all this information over time, and here we are years later. So, um, I mean, this is going to be something that happens forever in games. So just something you become more acute when you're seeing through all the BS, <laughs> the PR. Yeah. I, I feel like we, uh, see a lot of this in the crowdsourcing yeah. style of, uh, websites and, um, you know, it's not just video games that do that, but you, you see a lot of funded projects fall through even though they're fully th- funded and they say well we're just gonna uh, we're just gonna keep asking for more money and and we'll get this out and polish it up and make it better and then they fall through completely and that's where it becomes a real problem because you got people who have paid a lot of money yeah and funded a, a whole project and they're not getting any of any of it back potentially yeah. so that's where that's the bad side of all this you know but I don't know. It's an interesting time, and I'm glad that the companies who are able to continually and consistently deliver have the ability to say, hold on a second, we're going to take some extra time and just make it better for you. Like Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, And Halo 5, which they should have done. They should have delayed that game for several years because... That campaign was hot garbage when it came out. Was it really? Oh, yeah. Halo 5 campaign garbage. Hot garbage. So the games like well, that could have been delayed and that have been so much better. Yeah, I was trying to think through as we're talking about it, um, the games over the course of my short, long gaming history that were should have been delayed in some way or should have taken more time or were rushed out. And maybe they didn't say anything about that they should have taken more time or that they were rushed but they just felt like it or who knows but i can think of a couple and i had one in mind and then i forgot about it so uh <laughs> it's fine i have a, i i just want to do breaking news really quick breaking news breaking news has nothing to do with any actual real news i had a problem with gamestop like two and a half months ago okay okay buying a digital card online with trading credit, which clearly, oh, yeah, you mentioned which this. clearly tells you that you can do that online with the trading credit on the card itself and online, only to find out that customer service says you can't use trading credit online for or digital orders. I replied to one of their tickets two and a half months ago. Today, <laughs> at exactly 9.07, I received a response from the customer service uh, apologizing for the delayed response. <laughs> <laughs> did they do anything, or did they just apologize for the delayed? No, response? No, it says if you still. No, they're like if you still need assistance with the issue, please reply to the Zemo and uh, guest oh care goodness. agent will assist you as soon as possible. <sighs> Obviously, they're waiting you out, and it worked. Well, I ended up just buying it, and I went <laughs> to the store and bought it anyways. I was like, I don't have time yeah. for this. Oh, yeah, God. exactly. Anyways, um, yeah, so one of them was Red, Red, Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, we had, gosh, um, No Man's Sky. That's another one that was oh, yeah. that, that tanked and came back yeah. 
uh, apparently. So, Team Fortress 2. Uh, gosh. Duke Nukem Forever. God. Everyone knows <laughs> that. That was the well, longest yeah. wait ever. Yeah, that, uh, and it was disappointing, too. So, well, oh, goodness. Of course. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. There's games. a lot of examples, I'm sure. It's just, of course, I can't remember any of them, but... Uh, because you've gotten yeah, over I'd, it. Yeah, I guess. Diablo 3. <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, and and then so where do you draw the line? And not that you need to, but where would you draw the line between uh, a game that should have been delayed or a game that was released and just missed the mark, right. and then they were scrambling to get it to they a playable? It. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the joys of developing and putting things out there. So yeah, it's fine. Well, yeah. That's why so many. Uh, I think Rick said this in the last one, but it's why so many game companies just stick with what they know and what they know will sell. You yeah. know, here's another, here's Gears 64. Yeah. And Gears... Uh, Halo 82. <laughs> exactly. 365. Rocky 64. Rocky 63. No, no, they're just making creeds now. So, like, yeah. they're still incorporating it and just naming it something different. Still an amazing movie. Um, Using the marketing scheme to uh, change names to make it feel fresh and new. Yeah, of course. I'm looking at you, Comcast Xfinity. Nice shots fired. Hopefully they're not listening. Of course they're listening. They're they're tapping all the lines now. They've got everything. <laughs> oh boy. They're uh they're deeper in than Google at this point. What's this? That's not true. What's this evil playthroughs thing? So this was a uh, an article that I saw from PC Gamer where they talked about. Do you oh. take the time to play a second time through uh, or even a first time through as the evil side or the evil character? And some RPGs let you choose <laughs> at the beginning, um, some better than others. I love the some... subtitle to this. Uh, Bastel will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and a great example, and you, know, uh, you just mentioned it, is KOTOR, um, especially early on in uh, BioWare's history. They were well into giving you the ability to choose between different moralities i'll say yeah um but with the same adventure and kotor was a great example of that but then they went on to make like mass effect and things like that where it was a main piece of the gameplay so this was all about like um do you actually take the time to play a second time or even a first time as evil and why you would do that and we, we'll put in the show notes, but just I wanted to comment that I I can never bring myself to play evil. I I have never been able to. I can't. I hear a lot of people say that that's their preferred starting method is to play evil. That <laughs> because they can never be so evil in real life, that this gives them the chance to uh, exercise that whole side of their personality or just feel what it would be like. And for me, that's that's territory i have no interest in so i never play evil playthroughs i i always have to be the hero and it's maybe a fault or a flaw but it's just something i no. have to do <laughs> it's like the purge the the whole concept of the purge of getting it's like one night a, a year you get to there's no laws of crime you can commit these crimes and like that's where i'm pulling this from is that oh i'm using this evil playthrough to get all the demons out of me or to like get this pent-up urge yeah. to hurt people like no that's that's definitely not the reason behind it i played through several games as evil one not because i'm an evil person you are every day no, you're definitely. just terrible to people it's <laughs> yes i'm probably the, the most mean person in the world absolutely i see it uh, every day 
I I enjoy <laughs> playing it because some of the skills you unlock, and I really only play the evil side in Star Wars games, <laughs> and that's always the case. I I don't whenever I'm given a chance, even like Fallout, uh, Skyrim, or like any of the wow, basically Bethesda role playing games, any game that uh, provides the ability to choose your path, whether it's light, dark, or neutral. I typically play um, just neutral or good and only play evil in Star Wars because force lightning. And that's, Yeah, I mean, that's a good reason. And force choking. Those are yeah, fun th- things. I mean, it's probably the most powerful thing you can use in that game, and it's yeah. almost like a cheat because you can, in KOTOR at least, you can combine it to hit other people, so it's a combo hit. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think I'd, I've ever played a game one way and then gone back and played again, unless it was KOTOR. The only time I've ever done that is KOTOR. I've never played any other game back and forth. <laughs> uh, the time that I have done it, so there's always an exception to every rule, right? I just talked yeah. about how I never want to do it. I don't have the drive. I played so much Mass Effect that I actually oh. played uh, one playthrough. After, like I think, the third time playing through good, <laughs> I went back and I played Renegade. Did and you have to talk to to Emma and be like, "Am I a bad person?" After yeah. every time I you just, did it, I need to I need to confess my sins. <laughs> I played Mass Effect and I treated everyone poorly because uh-huh. it's not like you know. There's a couple decisions in Mass Effect that allow you to uh, end somebody's life or even kill off, like do genocide essentially for an entire alien race. No, but other than that, it's mostly just telling people off and treating them poorly through like dialogue. So it's not even that affecting but it's it's yeah it still feels wrong in some ways <laughs> yeah i can get i mean think of it this way too if you play grand theft auto are you is there any really i don't play grand theft Auto. Remember? i'm talking in general yeah, yeah but oh, i'm talking yeah, yeah. for people who play is there really only like how can you be a good person no one's stopping at red lights yeah right and someone's shooting some people you're not that way i think no no there's no way you cannot play that game that way you also cannot play the game without shooting people or but but harming them that's part of the game this is the core of what i'm talking about like that's why i have never played grand theft auto and now i've played one i've played one do you feel dirty or something but i don't i can't I, i just i come to it and i'm like why do i need to be this guy who you know, is a uh, going against all the laws, breaking all the laws, taking stuff yeah. from people, punching people in the face who are innocent. Like, it's just, it's not my MO. And I know a lot of people really have fun with that, and I just don't. I, it's just not a character inside of me <laughs> that it's not, I can, it's not I can access because it doesn't exist. So, yeah, I mean, understandable. Um, it's not for everybody, it's not meant for everybody. Uh, does Some it people take really, it? really enjoy it. Some people yeah. really enjoy it. I could see like there's games that it's not necessarily light or evil. It's like a Dishonored is a, Dishonored Two is a perfect example. It's like you have two different people you can play through the game, and even within that, you could have two different styles of play within that game that you can play through. So you have four different avenues, uh, and you can pick or choose. None of them are evil. None of them are like good. It's just that's your playthrough. That I I I have done where I've gone back and played specifically Dishonored Two play it through one uh one player and play it through the other because there's completely different stories uh that are intertwined but yeah i that just seems so like such a hard thing to do is go back and play a game especially like kotor anything that has to me has a good or bad it sounds like it's a game that's already 20 plus hours campaign yeah right and i really don't feel like going back and 
playing through something that I've already done, and especially if there's limited change to the story. Kotor, there was a huge change. I mean, yeah. Well, that's several. the thing I think is important is that it's compelling on a second playthrough if it's actually affecting the game yeah. in a lot of ways. Like Mass there's, Effect, yeah. the outcome is the same no matter what. Right. And that's not the case with KOTOR. KOTOR lets you change the outcome based on evil or good. So, right. and that, I don't know of many games that do that, if any, really. Um, yeah. You can even change it like to the last minute. You can yeah. go evil and then all of a sudden see the light and go good. Go good. That well, sounds and that's, terrible. It's kind of cool that way you can tell your own story in KOTOR. I, God, that game's so good. Um, yeah. It's kind of amazing that you get to tell your own story in KOTOR by choosing when and if you change over yeah. between light or dark and and i think equally on the light side if you go light the whole game and get to the end you can go dark oh so, yeah 100 so that's that's kind of cool i can't honestly think through a game other than that game that allows you to actually be evil at the end like 100 percent be evil change the outcome yeah. i think that's it i think that's the only one i know of i'm sure yeah. there's others it's just i i can't think of one <laughs> Lots of games that I've never played. Um, question then: Have you ever played Kotor, the second Kotor? I I started it. I got I think maybe somewhere between a quarter and a halfway through that game. Yeah, and um, I got honestly bored with it in some That's ways. That's totally fine. A lot yeah. of people did. I mean, right, which I feel really sinful saying out loud because it's some people really think it's like the greatest game since sliced bread, and. Of course, it's KOTOR, so I I don't want to speak ill of it, but it didn't have the same impact it the first game did for me. Oh, God, no. I, the reason why I bring that up is that you have a game where you have like, a Mass Effect where you have one, two, and three, but the thing is your character carries on through those, right? Oh, God, yes. Where, that's why they're so good. And where KOTOR doesn't have that, you, it gives you the ability to, if you wanted to, play through the first one as good and then play through the, play through the bad one at, you know, on the second one. Um, and same thing happens. Like you have the different, uh, the differences in the storyline. So that's kind of nice, but I, I got, I can't think of really any other game franchise or series other than star Wars that makes it that much easier to, to actually play through those, uh, different sides and maybe makes it worth playing. Oh, I'll complete play through to get different side of the story. But KOTOR was the original for me. You can't really do that in WoW because Horde and Alliance are technically they're all good. They're all good. <laughs> it's just uh, preference, there's different viewpoints. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, there's no. I can't think of anything else. That's a good. That's a good question, though. I'd yeah. be curious to see what Rick would say. Yeah, I. It's interesting because I I know there's games that I'm not thinking through that would be great examples to talk about and. It's it's hard because there's so many games that do have multiple endings, but it's always about saving the world or yeah. having the good ending be the outcome. I think Chrono Trigger is a maybe an example that comes close because oh, don't you can spoil have, it. You can have multiple endings in Chrono Trigger. Well, you can have one ending in Chrono Trigger without trying too hard. Um, if you if you don't save the world or in time or you don't do what you need to do, yeah. it, the heat, Lavos destroys the world and that's the end of the game. And, oh, wow. Um, so that's one of the first multiple <laughs> endings you can get. So, um, yeah, it's, that's, that's the beauty of that game. But it's not like you're making moral choices to um, affect the outcome of the ending. So, I don't right. know. 
Anyway, just thought it was well, interesting. We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, definitely. Um, Final Fantasy VII doesn't really have that. No, so, that's definitely like a here's the the story you're playing through. Yeah, you can make choices, but yeah, <laughs> it, it really doesn't play too much of a difference at the end. Uh, oh yeah. So I feel like I'm trying to like clean up some of the things that we've we've I've been meaning to talk to you about. <laughs> uh, with just being away. Uh, There's so many good things to talk about, and and I feel like we're running up against time, but still, I've been playing a ton of games. I think I mentioned to you before you left, yeah. but I've been playing Doom twenty the 2016 Doom like constantly. I yeah. love that game; it's so good. And it's not that it, the story is great. Like I feel like people talk about New Order, uh, Wolfenstein New Order, and like that's got everything where it's a fun shooter, but the story's decent, yeah. all the things. Um, Doom. The story is the story is Doom's story. It's typical. You're saving. I keep thinking potentially of the, rock the world around. Yeah. Well, that's the thing movie. is that when people talk about Doom, of course they're thinking of that terrible movie, which I've and never seen. I, it's it's marginal. You know, it's not good, but it's there's some moments that are fun and um, yeah. There's been a second movie, which I found out today after perusing some things. What? Yeah, they they made a second movie. Actually, this year was released, and it went straight to video. There was no release in theaters. You're kidding. So um, it had less of a budget than the first Doom movie did, and uh, it even the preview just, you're like, this looks horrendous. And from what I understand, it is horrendous. <laughs> they just, And what's funny is every time they make a stupid movie, they're basing it off of Doom 3, which is... Oh, my God. It had it got a three and a half three and a half stars yeah, three and a half out of ten and I am IMDb that's it, terrible it's really not great and they're basing it off of Doom three I think both Doom movies were based off Doom three which to me don't shoot me but it's the least Doom of the Doom games like Doom is about being as I say on this podcast an awesome guy and how awesome you can be as being an awesome guy. In the midst of all the horror and in the midst of all the darkness and somehow pulling through, yeah. Doom 3 was about survival horror. It was very much like trying to scare you, very much like making you feel like you could not uh, take on what was happening. It, it's, it was a different tone for sure. And for some, it fell short. And then they make these movies continually based off of that, like, because that's the, I guess... Before Doom 2016, that was the big 3D, like, here, check this out. This is the big release for Doom. This Mm -hmm. is the de facto Doom game before the Doom 2016 game. So it's, yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny. It's funny how those types of things get made. This looks like an alien movie. It's really, if you watch the trailer, it looks so, so horrendous. You can even tell that they had no budget at all. They're using, like like props from other movies and um I, it, like the armor and the helmets they're wearing are definitely like typical military gear for now yeah <laughs> and like typical military weapons for now and part of the doom mythos is that it's sometime in the future on mars or sometime in the future on earth when aliens and not aliens sorry when demons and stuff from hell have come in and you're using future tech to take them down it's it's supposed to be sci-fi and the the new trailer though it has some sci-fi elements it's you can tell it's so much like 
well, we're just going to borrow from the lot next door, which was probably Black Hawk Down or something. <laughs> so Yeah. Like, none of these actors I've ever heard of, so... Yeah. They're and definitely... It's all, like, B actors. No offense that they're saying that they're bad. Well, no, I mean, they got paid to do it, so whatever, yeah. but, you know... My yeah, gosh, seriously. Yeah, it looks like the, even, like, the... Uh, not that this is a, a movie talk show. Well... Uh, yeah. But the the poster, the Doom Annihilation poster, yeah. looks like Doom... Uh, it looks like Alien Covenant. Like, it has... Yeah. Or any of the aliens, so... Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's the tone that Doom 3 struck. And I think for some reason it seems to strike a chord with Hollywood or something. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, that's why I like Doom 2016 so much because it yeah. really captured that, yeah, everything's going to hell, no pun intended, but you're awesome. And in the midst of all this scariness, somehow you push through and just hand hand beat the crap out of every <laughs> every single them, yeah. hell spawn that you find so uh i was looking through i'm trying to look through some of the the deals because oh deals um the other day uh, i saw something about uh, the breath of breath of the wild being 42 dollars yeah which cool i guess uh, i saw that too but it, i felt like it was on a sketchy website yeah. The one I, I saw was like, it was like some no name website. I, a lot of those, I don't feel comfortable even spending money on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even like CD keys was sketchy for me, but yeah, uh, at this sometimes point, it I, is. Um, there was something that came across, I mean, 2k, like, there's like a, a lot of random games that have been going on sale and we're getting closer to the holiday season. So things uh, yeah. drastically change, but, uh, there was something that eventually, once we have more information, I'd like to talk about the humble bundle. Um, has that monthly subscription. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't breathe. Uh, and they have this new monthly subscription that's coming up where you get to select seven games out of a catalog they have. Oh. So I'm curious to see how much that's that price would be. That'll be really interesting because of uh, the games that you and I have definitely taken advantage of and bought through Humble Bundle yeah. uh, over the years. And uh, the, the talk about a place that does two two things really well. One um finding games and selling them for cheap but also taking that and turning it around and donating it to charities so uh i haven't seen anything really crazy on humble bundle in a while and really a lot of the deals that have been happening i've been seeing are uh, some b-rated movie or games uh and then and then also doing uh like the 2k basketball game and mm. uh nhl 2020 or 2019 or something like that so I haven't really seen anything that piques my interest. We're getting closer to some of the release dates for oh, some yes. of the Nintendo games. Yes. Or the games going on Switch. And uh, just something to keep an eye out for some of the games that you might have been waiting for, like Breath of the Wild, uh, may or may not drop below 40. So That'd be exciting. I might actually jump on that if they do that. Um, or like Star Wars. Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen yeah. Order, Fallen Order. I can never remember what the stupid title is, but it's it's basically in a few weeks for yeah. a launch, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, one that I saw come through, the, um, the Just Cause games, which oh, yeah. I've never bought them, but I've heard very good things about how fun they can be. Are all on sale? Um, it's like Mercenaries, the game. Remember Mercenaries? Yeah. That it's like the Mercenaries. 2.0 is because I love that just those destruction two games. and mayhem. It's yeah, I just <laughs> totally random things going with and just causes. Hooks. 
Yeah. And, <laughs> and there was a review a long time ago, and I can't remember who it was, but that they made the joke of just cause, because like, you can just destroy and do whatever you wanted to. Well, yeah, that's um, the pun, I assume. Yeah, and it's just it was hilarious. But uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, which is the newest Deus yeah. Ex that actually got high ratings. I think IGN gave it a 9.2. Yeah. It's five dollars on Steam right now, or I'm sorry, four dollars and forty nine cents. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a good deal. So there's a chance that if you do the, some Taco Bell bundle, you get. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. You get some if you go get the one of the chalupas, the fried. I don't remember what exactly <laughs> it wasn't. It obviously didn't pique my interest enough to to fully read it, but uh, Taco Bell has something. If you buy one of their meals, you can get a Game Pass for like some. Xbox Game Pass for some odd day, like 33 days, which is such a weird number, but... Yeah. Um, Dishonored yeah, 2 hit uh, 13.99 on Steam. I would wait to buy that until uh, the Steam has the like the winter sale, because that tends to go... Even cheaper? Even cheaper. That's yeah. usually like $7. I refuse to purchase it until I actually play through Dishonored, for, which the I first have one, and have had for a long time. You need to play the first one yeah. I, you for the story purposes and to get acclimated with the gameplay. Yes, I would like to. Um, you guys have rekindled my uh, love, I guess, my mm-hmm. dormant love of first-person shooters and shooters again, so now I'm gobbling them up. This would be a good time to jump into dishonored yeah um, all the fallout games are on sale on steam uh I including 76 s- <sighs> let's not talk about 76 that 76 doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> uh fallout 3 game of the year edition so this is the one i always have on my list because i have just the regular version yeah you know me and dlc but this is the game of the year edition on steam six dollars and 59 cents so if you do not have that game for goodness sake, what's wrong with you? And then also go buy it. Yes. And I that think, ends the 29th. I think Steam gave me the Game of the Year edition for having the Fallout 3. You uh, jerk. So they did not I, do that to me. <laughs> I think I got that from, because that's what they did for like Skyrim, and they did that for, I don't know, uh, Borderlands 2, yeah. Company of Heroes. Like I would just all, and Dirt Valley, like I would just randomly get these upgraded versions of the game and it was kind of nice so i haven't gotten yeah. that in a while but yeah definitely a good game even though it's there's fallout 4 but fallout 3 to be quite honest is not as good as 3 3 is um, 4 is not as good as 3 3 is definitely one of my favorite games it's up in the top five uh yeah it's now with last one of my so. favorites too it it really broke me into actually playing open world games like yeah. i I still to this day, and I say it all the time, so maybe I'll stop saying it, but still to this day feel like, okay, it's open world. That makes me feel like I don't want to play the game. So yeah. if, you, if you can fight through to make me want to play the game despite open world, then I'm, I'm all in and it's good. So Yeah. Uh, and then Dark Souls Remastered I saw for $8.99. On so, Steam? It was on Steam, but I think on Steam it's $14.99. Uh, Slick Deals had was talking about some site where it was $8.99, which was a no-name site. So go check Slick Deals. It's on, it's like IndieGala.com has it for. Is it the cheap. Switch platform? I don't like know. Because no, that would it's, be crazy No, cheap. it was PC. I'm sorry. It was a PC okay. game. Um, pl- gotcha. PC platform. But uh, yeah, it's... 
I mean, that's cheap for that game, and and that's the remastered looks great. So yeah, I've I've yet one of these days I'm gonna play a Dark Souls game. I've never played. You know what? Any... I don't think you will. And and I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I don't think you will because <laughs> you'll run into the same thing I do, which you have to really grind that game. Ugh. And I have fun with it. I actually enjoy the challenge and fighting through it, but you, there's so much time you have to put into that game just to get through a lot of different parts. So if you're going to play it, you're going to have to sit down and just yeah. fight through it constantly. So. Gotcha. Cool beans. Well, Josh, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm back. I'm yes, recording welcome a normal. Back. Welcome nor- back. Not in, not in the normal setting, but at least uh, we're here recording and... Um, um, we're back in the routine, so I'm I'm happy to be back and happy to be contributing to this the show and talking about things that that aren't baby related. <laughs> you're gonna need to keep this a secret, but I'm glad you're back. So <laughs> good. Yourself. I, I won't I won't let my let it go to my head. I promise. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Cool. So uh, as we always say, I think I'm done talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm done. We'll we'll talk to each other next time. Yeah, something like that. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.